Hello, guys, and welcome back to Turf Moor House TV. Yes, okay, we only played yesterday. Yes, we got a point. And at this moment in time, let's just take that as it's another game we've not got a win in. But if we grab a win on Wednesday, then it is going to be seen as a very, very, very valuable point. Nearly couldn't get that word out. Thank you for tuning in. If you are new around here, please do check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube, all under the same name. All you got to do is tap in Turf More House. And if you tap in Turf More House on your major podcast platforms where you will find this when we have finished on there about 10, 15 minutes after on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget, some idiot decided, uh, stupid o'clock in the night, that idiot being myself, decided, right, if we can get to 300 subs, I'll do the one-chip challenge. Now, I know Danny from Rate My Takeaway said once he gets to a million, he'll do it. Stupid me says 300. So I don't know why, and I'm crap with Sparse. The closest thing to Sparse girls that I can handle, Sparse that I can handle is the Sparse girls. Uh, God, I let, I let that joke go a bit too soon then, didn't I? Um, but yeah, get us to 300 subs and the One Chip Challenge live will happen. But we are here to speak Burnley against Watford. Back at the turf again, dash up against his former club and we will obviously talk about it as well. Looking at a couple of comments and the missus is straight in. And first of all, I will say happy anniversary um, because it is our anniversary. Six years we've been together today. And, uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to spending the rest of the evening with you. But thanks for letting me uh, do this, giving me my get-out-of-jail-free card. But she's hit the nail on the head. Remember to sub and get this one on the road to 300 subs. I'm ready to watch him burn. She'll also be ready to watch me have a couple of days off as well with frozen toilet paper and constantly on the bog. So don't worry about it. It all mounts up. It all mounts up. Doug, good evening. Hope you are well, Doug. Thank you for tuning in. David English, in as usual. Evening, my friend. Hope you are well. Tom, good evening. Good evening to yourself. And as Doug said, happy anniversary to you and Kate, by the way. And yeah, as Kate said, thank you very, very much. It really does mean a lot. So as I say, we're here to talk Burnley-Watford. So who better to talk Watford than Mark from The Voice of the Vic? How are you? I'm doing well, mate. You're a very brave man for doing this on your uh, anniversary. So hats off to you, mate. And congratulations uh, as well. Happy anniversary. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you. More, more importantly, thank you for coming on. Um, no, no problem. Yeah, I got a, as I say, I got that get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh, I didn't really have a choice when I'd already said, oh, can, can you do it Monday? And then she's like, you do realise what Monday is, don't you? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she's fine. She's fine. The... Uh, the kids are downstairs playing, hopefully quiet, and then uh, I'll go. I'll go down and take over afterwards. But we'll see. But no, as I say, thank you for coming on. Obviously, it means a lot um, to have you here. Give us your input of Watford. But first of all, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, give a plug to your channel and let us know what you do. Yeah, um, so I've been supporting Watford now for the best part. Well, say best part. Um, I've been supporting them for about twenty odd years now. Um, originally, as you can tell from my accent, I am from Birmingham. Uh, my old man was born in Watford General Hospital, which is next door to the ground, hence why I followed in his footsteps and support Watford. Uh, and yeah, the, the, the channel, the, the podcast is Voices of the Vic. So we're on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we're on YouTube as well. 
We've recently started doing more visual stuff like yourself that doing this sort of thing. Uh, we're on all good podcast providers as well. So we can be found on there. And um, and yeah, it's uh, we've been going now. We started the first Premier League game back after the coronavirus. So a little over a year now we've been going. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's going well, mate. It's going really well. It'd be going even better if we could actually pick up a decent result. But other than that, it's uh, it's going well. No, fair shout, fair shout. So yeah, guys, do go check out the Voices of the Vic. Not just the podcast, but as as Mike said, they are doing some more visual stuff. So get over to their YouTube. Uh, Mike's Twitter handle and the Twitter handle of the podcast is in the description. Uh, so please do go check it out and I'm sure you'll be able to get access to the links from there. David English, thank you very, very much. And Maze, hey, 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 hope you are well. Thank you for coming in. I mean, what's your thoughts on your uh, Champions League draw? Um, you know, the, not the first one, obviously the second one. You know, since there's a, a lot of drama going about. I don't get that, me. Oh, United weren't in there in the Atletico Madrid part. And all of a sudden, Atletico Madrid pull out Man United. It's like, right, OK, then. <laughs> so yeah. much not right. So much not right. Speaking of stuff that's not right, our teams aren't doing pretty, um, aren't doing too great this season. So give us your thoughts on your season so far. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be a Watford season if we hadn't changed our manager already, which we have. Um Cisco Munoz brought us up last season. He was absolutely superb. Um, you know, when, when he come in from that first game, you know, we had a bit of a rocky start and, uh, you know, there were even questions about whether him coming in and was, was he the right man and there was talk of him even getting sacked if we lost to Bristol City and then we beat Bristol City 6-1 and we didn't look back from there and he got us up and there was some worries uh, we obviously wanted to stick with him because he'd got the he'd done the task of keeping us up. But the problem we had was the Premier League had given him special sort of um, access, if you like, to managing the Premier League because he didn't actually have the correct credentials, coaching badge-wise, to manage in the Premier League. So there was like, right, we'll give you whatever you need. You can do them in, you know, beyond the scenes and you can still manage Watford in the Prem. Um, it was soon clear that it was a bit of a tough task for Cisco Munaf and he was possibly out of his depth. We beat Villa first game of the season 3-2, which was brilliant for me personally. Uh, I had fun. I was on a stag do that day in Birmingham with loads of Villa fans. So oh, lovely. That, was, uh, that was brilliant for me. But I, I think that was just because it was the first home game and fans were allowed in full capacity. And, you yeah. know, that, that, I, I think that sort of carried us over the line. Then it started to be a bit evident that he was maybe out of his depth. The tactics weren't working. The game plan wasn't working. Uh, I went to Leeds away and they hadn't won a game so far that season. And they won 1-0. Should have been more. It was as if he just picked the eleven and then didn't tell them what to do. There was no game plan. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, you know, that's when the calls for his head started coming. And I thought after that Leeds game, I thought he's got to go. Uh, and he did. Uh, and in come Claudio Ranieri and uh, first game for him, Liverpool at home, got absolutely battered. So that was more of a free hit because then we went and beat Everton 5-2, uh, which was just incredible. Um, and 
Yeah, results haven't been great for us. He's only won twice. You know, we've beaten Man United 4-1. Uh, but we've also lost some other games, which really we should should have been looking at picking up points. You know, we lost 1-0 to Southampton at home. Uh, should really be looking at picking up points uh, at home to Southampton. We lost very disappointingly on Friday night against Brentford. So that was horrendous. So, yeah, it's been a bit topsy-turvy. You can see what he's trying to do. You can see what he's trying to implement. It is the defence. Like, and I'm going to be even harsher here. It's William Schuster-Kong at the back for us. Just He's not doing it whatsoever. Um, you know, fair play to Craig Kafka. He got a lot of stick at the start of the season. Nobody wanted him in the team whatsoever. Now he's been pretty solid the last few games. But William Schuster-Kong has just not been able to deal with the step up to the Premier League. And he was the one at fault for giving the penalty away in the last minute to Brentford. Uh, and I think it's just frustrating because we haven't kept the clean sheet this season, the longest run in the uh, top four tiers. And um, um, it's frustrating because you look at our attack and I've said on my podcast, this is the best attack I think we've had in the Premier League full stop. So, you know, we're brilliant at one end and crap at the other. So it's really not going well for us whatsoever. Um, but stupidly, I, I am still confident that we'll stay up. To be honest, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm stupidly positive at the moment, and I do have my doubts at the back of my mind. It's there, but I don't. I don't want to admit it just yet. Uh, Mel is in. Obviously, a Watford fan says, "Wow, it started early." Yeah, um, we started off an hour early because there is potential that I may. I mean, face for radio, so I may be appearing on it. So. Um, that's the only reason why. So we'll have to see. Uh, not had an update just yet, but I did get asked and I said, yeah, message got read and I've not heard up since. So <laughs> fingers crossed. Not sure what's going on, but yeah, what a journey you've had since that Coventry game. Uh, Rouge away, up the Clarets. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Some positivity from Burnley fans. Uh, Sean says, oh, hi and hi to you, my friend. Uh, Rich, Thank you for tuning in, Richard. Uh, West Ham fan, evening to yourself, Rich. Hope you are well. Thank you for coming in. Does mean a lot. Mel says, trusty Kong out, cabs in versus Burnley. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. I'd start myself. I'm thinking about going up to Burnley and trying to be boots with me. See if I get <laughs> a minute centre-back. <laughs> Why not? No, yeah, You're I probably getting to our back line as well at the minute. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. You guys are always sort of solid. That, that, that's what you sort of associate with Deutsch and his team. So. No, that's true. That's true. Jake's in. Evening, Dan. How's the anniversary going? As you can see, I've got no handcuffs on. My hands haven't been tied behind my back. I'm able to do this. It may be after this where she goes, right, you piece of shit. That's it. You're not doing anything else. Uh, you're mad for the rest of the evening. Uh, but you don't know. She's in the chat. She's in the chat. You can ask the boss herself. Ask the boss herself. Um, but yeah, it's going great, mate. It's going really good. And um, yeah, six more years. Six more years, hopefully. Um, if I'm not dead. Watching Burnley anyway. Um, Sean Snow says, someday we might have a match. Yeah, exactly. We might do. I'm looking forward to that rematch. Um, fingers crossed we can get that organised at some point. But it also depends on you and cup competitions. The missus says, looking forward to Wednesday's game. Fingers crossed for a solid three points. Hopefully, Corning is back. Everything crossed, honestly. Toes, hands, belly button. 
I might even tar me privates in or not if it meant Cornell were back because we are lacking creativity like no tomorrow. So fingers crossed he is. Uh, Rich, again, eagle-eyed football. Evening down at Watford away Saturday too. So it's obviously a Palace fan checking in and doing his scouting. Um, so yeah, nice to have you, Rich. Nice to have you in the chat as well. Uh, Jake says, ha-ha. <laughs> Handcuffs are fun. Um, is Dan the boss? Is he? No, he isn't. Is he, Ek? Um, happy anniversary. Cheers. Thanks for that. Have I been good? Oh, I took the handcuffs off so he could entertain you lot. Ah, that's right. So I'm back under lock and key when I'm done. Burnley tight at the back, but no goals. Watford opposite. And see, mm, you say that. You say that, but we've not been tight at the back. We really haven't. That's The game on Sunday was the first time I've seen us be as tight at the back. I don't know. It's... it's it's strange. It's strange. When we've got a bit of creative creativity and getting forward, we actually have little cracks at the back where that can be utilised, but we seem to do well yesterday. So if we keep that momentum up, who knows? Who knows? It's going to make for a good game, put it that way. So, Mike, you mentioned Claudio Ranieri. I mean, of course, he's not been there long. Of course, he probably still won't be there that long before the next one walks through the door. Um, I think they keep him in I'm a celeb longer, to be honest. Um, but how, how's, Cla- how's Claudio been since coming through the door at Vicarage Road? Uh, real breath of fresh air, to be honest. Like I say, you know, you, you can tell what he's trying to do with the squad. It's just, unfortunately, you know, we've been hammered with some serious injuries as well. Ishmael Asar's out injured till the new year. He's not even going to the African Cup of Nations. Um Francisco Sierrelt has been ruled out injured more than once and he was our star man at centre-back last season when we got promoted. Ben Foster's injured till the new year. Uh, we even brought in a, a free signing, um, Nicholas Nkulu, uh, at centre-back and he's injured till the new year as well. Um, and, you know, I'm sure there's a handful of others that I'm, I'm missing as well. There's that many injuries. He's just been dealt a real duff hand at the moment, Claudio Ranieri. But he... Like I say, you can tell what he's trying to do and he, he really cares and he gets the club as well. Uh, and he's he's one of the very few managers I've seen that sort of had that likability factor about him. I think the last time I saw it for a Watford manager was probably Javi, uh, well, other than Cisco Munaf, who got us promoted, but Javi Gracia, who got us to the FA Cup final in 1819. Um, those sort of similar levels in terms of the fans' respect. And, you know, even though the results are bad, as you've said, you know, there'd be people on Twitter calling for, for a manager's head at this stage, but nobody seems to be like that on the Rani area. Everybody seems to trust the process and hopefully, you know, it, it might click soon and when players start coming back, we might start to see the full potential of the squad and hopefully pick up some points because we need to do it now sooner rather than later because yeah. that season will creep up on you and before you know it, you, 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 you've only got a few games to go and we could still be down there, so it's it's tough, isn't it? This season's been really, really tough. I mean, even with fans back, I mean, obviously, we'll talk about the fact that I want I want your personal thoughts on the fact of the managerial merry-go-round. To be honest, because I think a lot, I know a lot of people, and it's, you probably get asked it a lot. Yeah, and does it not piss you off as a Watford fan that there's no stability, that there's no that 
as much as results don't go your way, sometimes it's just an adaptive period. Like people think now, if David Moyes was still at Manchester United, could he have lifted them as much to the hearts of what he's done with West Ham? You know, people ask that sort of question. And do you think it's just a case that these managers haven't been given enough time? Or, or do you think those at a higher level at Watford just want instant success? Uh, I, I, I don't get pissed off with it. I think the only time where it's clear to me that it's not worked and the person that I think should have got a little bit more time was Javi Garcia, funnily enough, having just mentioned him. Um, he got sacked the season we went down in 1920 and I think he was given three or four games and it was just clear that the players, regardless of how well we'd done the, the season before, highest ever Premier League finish, yeah, we got battered in the FA Cup final, but our first FA Cup final in however many years it was, 30-odd or something, I can't remember now, but it was clear that the players weren't playing for him. So there was obviously a problem behind the scene uh, because you don't just go from performing that well one season to having such a crap start to the next season. So he, that was the only season where I thought, right, this 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 hasn't worked. Every other time, it's worked. We sacked uh, Vladimir Ivic, who came in last season, um, who was, you know, everyone was ranting and raving about him, all the Watford fans when he come in, impressive CV. The Pozzos found another one where, who you wouldn't really think to a point. Uh, we were in the playoffs. We sacked him. Everyone else was like, why on earth have Watford sacked the manager? He's in the playoffs. Um, it just wasn't working. I think the way in which the Pozzos run the football club, it doesn't matter if you have a high turnover of managers. It's that head, co- head coach role, effectively. They do all the recruiting side. They do all, they all have list of players that they want to bring through the door. Yes, managers will probably say, look, I could do with this position, I could do with that position. But ultimately, the scouting network that the Pozzos have and the way that they run the football club, not with just us, with Udinese as well, because they do own them, yeah. they, it's quite clear to see that it doesn't heavily rely on having a manager there for a long period of time. Um so, yeah, I'd say the only season where I've been annoyed with it was the season we went down. The decision to bring back Kike Sanchez-Flores uh, was was a terrible, terrible decision. Uh, and then, obviously, he got sacked as well. And then Nigel Pearson come through the door and then he got the boot. So, that was the only season that I was really like, God, this is not looking good on us. But other than that, uh, I've got no problem with it because it, it works. And, yeah, um, I mean, in terms of... Is it because they want instant success? I, I suppose you know we 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 sort of get overlooked a little bit. You know, up until yeah. that season we got relegated, we'd spent five seasons in the Premier League. Every single season, we um, we were tipped to go down, and I think it was maybe one season, sixteen seventeen, where we actually finished seventeenth. So every other season we comfortably stayed up. So it, that that within itself should show that it it, it does work, but. Yeah, it does get a lot of coverage and and um, it, it is a bit tiring sometimes seeing all these gags and jokes and all that. But uh, yeah, uh, I suppose it's something for the other fans to do. And it, it, it's never boring supporting Watford, let's put it that way. <laughs> nah, you got transfer deadline day is always interesting. Um, obviously, you know, it's coming up to the January window. We all know what Newcastle's going to be doing. They're going to be trying to rob... The, the best players from the clubs around them. Um, you know, it won't surprise me if Saar comes back from injury and Newcastle comes sniffing. Same with us and Tarkowski. They'll want him. They want Ben Mee as well, apparently. So, 
Um, I mean, the thoughts on your transfers that you've got already from the summer have been really well. In particular, Dennis has been absolute quality, three and a half million, absolute steal. I mean, how do you think you've done in terms of transfer business this season? Uh, at the start of the season, I thought we'd had a relatively good window. You know, Danny Rose coming in, yeah, we, we know of his struggles. Uh, it was well documented, mental health problems and, you know, props coming in a little bit overweight, not having played football in a long time. But if you could get him firing on all cylinders, there is a good footballer in there. He was England left back for how many years? And, you know, so I was happy with that. It cost us nothing. Josh King in on a free. Uh, really, really surprised that none of the other promoted teams went for him and, and maybe some other teams in the Premier League go at sort of mid-table We, we wanted was... him prior to going to Everton, to be fair, but then he, ch he chose Everton yeah. instead. So, I, I was so surprised that nobody else really went in for him. Uh, and again, on a free, uh, we signed Euro Kushka from, um, from Parma and we sort of looked at him as a sort of Valon Barami-style player who we had a yeah. few seasons ago little bit of an older head, not afraid to get stuck in and sort of experience in the changing room. So, um, yeah, that, that was another one. And then um, and then Emmanuel Dennis coming in, like you say, it was um, it, mixed reviews on him, to be honest, because they, it was quite well documented that his attitude wasn't the best at times. I think they lost at the Bernabeu and he refused to get back on the coach afterwards because someone had sat in his... Uh, room. He, someone had sat in his spot in the dressing room or something. I can't remember. Something proper, you know, proper silly, and he just wouldn't get on the coach. And loads of sort of disciplinary issues with managers. You know, he fell out with the Nigeria manager, um, and yeah, there were mixed reviews. But he's been quite the opposite for us. He's been superb. Seven goals already, and only most Salads had more goal involvements than in this season. And um, well on the way to beat the last Nigerians record to play for Watford, uh, well, consistently. Um, Adi and Igalo got 16 goals the season we went up. And, uh, yeah, I, I think he's well on course to beat that if he carries on. Um, but, yeah, it's um, it was all right. And then the defensive problems started and it's clear that this January transfer window, we need a centre-back and a left-back for me. Um, we are going to be losing quite a few players to African Cup of Nations as well, which doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, January, we need reinforcements. And as you said, the problem with teams like ourselves, you know, Burnley, anyone that's in around the area, if we're looking at a realistic target, Newcastle are going to come in and like, right, here you go, blank check, how much you want for him, see you later. You know, funnily enough, we were talking on our podcast yesterday and I don't think he'd come to Watford, but a player I really like and have done for a long time is Tarkowski. Uh, I can funnily enough see him at Leicester or somewhere like that. Yeah, uh, I know they've been in for him before, but if Watford would... I know he's out of contract at the end of the season, I think. Um, it, Newcastle could just come in and say, right, you know, is a, have, have whatever, you know, we, we've got the money. So, players in and... Uh, teams in and around us, sorry, um, we, we, we're going to be stuck because Newcastle are just going to be able to trump everybody in terms of transfer fees that they've got. So, yeah, I'm a little bit worried in that regard. But, um, yeah, I'm sure the, the owners know what they need to do and, and everything else. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting in January. I, I think we'll see a few come in, funnily enough. Not bad, not bad. Tom says, 
obviously Dennis only cost three and a half mil, but what is Dennis worth now, realistically, and will he stay January because he looks a class act? Uh, I think we'll definitely keep him in January. Uh, I think he's going to be going off to African Cup of Nations, unfortunately. Um, they, like I said, he'd fallen out with the Nigerian manager, but the news come out today that Nigerian manager's leaving uh, just before African Cup of Nations. So whoever goes in, he's going to be stupid not to pick him, unfortunately. Um, but what he's worth now for us, you know, the, the, the prices nowadays, you could easily get 30 million. You could easily demand 30 million for him. Uh, and, and people might pay it, they might not. It's tough because he's only played half a season. So, you know, ask me again at the end of the season and that, that might change. He might have a crap second half of the season. But, yeah, the, the way he's going, he, he could very easily, easily reach 30 million. Easily. No, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, Eagle-eyed footballer said, can I ask your permission to, to the missus to have Dan jump on my channel for a bit around 9pm to discuss the Burnley draw? Mate, I would. I would. And I know the missus has given me a pass too. But... We all know, you know that I'm fine, it's fine stuff. I'm going off that logic. I'm going off that logic. It's my anniversary, so I'll um I'll I'll give it a miss this time, pal, but I will obviously come on when uh, next time. I am already clutching at straws doing this video, so um <laughs> I will try and play my cards right, as I say. Um Mello says, it does piss me off, but if it works, I don't mind. I care more about the stability in defence and attack. Sean says, I think Burnley and Dash are building a monster, especially with new owners and will to invest. I'm yet to see that monster at minute. Is that that monster? If that monster that's at Burnley is probably it, and it is adding under a curb. And to be honest, that's where we're heading at the moment for the gutter. Uh, as the missy said, his shout, but... Um, I'm not going to risk it. I'm not going to risk it for a chocolate biscuit, put it that way. Um, Cyber leader, West Ham United FC. Hi, mate. Port kept you in the game. He definitely did keep us in the game yesterday, without a shadow of a doubt. Man of the match, in my opinion. Uh, if it was if it was between anyone, it was between Pope or Declan Rice, because Rice absolutely was phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, Pope really did keep us in that game with a couple of, uh, couple of decent saves. Chris... You know, says, you know this game is going to be last on match of the day. Of yeah. course it is. Of course it is. To be honest, it's probably that shit. They won't even show it on match of the day or match of the day too because it's probably going to be that much of a drab affair. But we'll see. We'll see. This is one of those games that could be proper just shocking or an absolute goal fest. And, you know, two teams that aren't, you know, really hitting it up when they come come up against other teams and then all of a sudden they both just cancel each other out. Mark says, evening, big up, big up to yourself. Thank you for tuning in, Mark. As usual, everybody asking Chris how he is. Obviously, it's because of his age. They're making sure he's all right. <laughs> the missus says, I agree with his comment. If we didn't have Pope, we'd have been screwed. He is an ace goalkeeper. Uh, we're selling Dele Ali any takers I mean he's rumoured to be leaving on loan I think that it'd be a decent acquisition for anybody he's got the talent he just needs to use his head and I think I put it out earlier saying that Burnley should go in for someone like Dele Ali, and a lot of fans were like why like he's not going to knuckle down Joey Barton Joey Barton knuckled down when he when he started wearing claret and blue wait 
Give Deli Alley a, a Sean Dash omelette and that guy will be fine. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. Chris saying hi to everybody. Max's thoughts on Foster for the Watford guy. We're going to get to that. Um, ugh. Not going to sneeze. Uh, Rich says, don't forget Operation Get Down to 300 Subs, One Chip Challenge. You just all want to see me inflict pain on myself. You're all horrible. Uh, but no, please do. Let's get to 300 subs. Um, <laughs> almost like sacking myself up for that. Uh, I want Pope. I've always said if Pope is to go to a bigger club, um, someone like Spurs would be perfect for when Lloris goes um, because I can't see him getting in anywhere else. Chris saying, is that Lionel? Um, Richer to Rich. Uh, does Dan go away games? Yes, I do go to away games. I've not been to many this season. Uh, the last one was at Everton away. Uh, we are planning to go to Leeds um, on the day after New Year, the day after New Year's Day, so that should be interesting. Uh, it's always tasty when Burnley play Leeds. Nice Yorkshire Lancashire affair. And Chris says Everton Burnley. What a choice the the boy guy had. Yeah, well, my stepdad is an Everton fan, so anyhow, I chose the right side. And Kit says sometimes, not often, more home than away. Uh, high west of the Prem Christmas jumpers are looking great this season Foster is brilliant love that dude um, tell him to go to our stadium do you do you remove her when your fans egg the owners lol and scared them off nothing wrong with that um, it seems now we're chatting about boosters and um, first thing they'll end up with Tarkovsky can't see that one I cannot see that one Um Mella says he's going to West Ham in February. Um, Newcastle are getting relegated. Perez is available. Anyhow, the chat goes on. The chat goes on. Uh, does anyone like Doctor Who? The Doctor becomes exterminated. Well, cheers. Cheers. Um, it, Rich says, totally understandable, mate. To be fair, I wasn't thinking. Enjoy your honour. Mate, honestly, it's not a problem. As I say, any other day of the week, and I would have done, but Christmas anniversary, I'm going to, Give it a miss. Um, but yeah, I'll come on. I'll come on next time. Not a problem. Brett Fort, thank you for tuning in. Uh, would love to see Wood back amongst the goals. Yeah, he'd come off. The last two games, Chris Wood's been hurled off around 60-odd minute mark, which is strange because we all know Dash doesn't like making subs. So to haul off your main striker, there's something not right. There's something not right. Dwight needs an assist or a goal to get that smile and spark back. Watford would be a great place to get that it would it certainly would I hope we do uh, as I say at the moment I uh, I just can't see when our next points are coming hopefully it's Wednesday but we will see we will see um, so without further ado we will get into the predictions So, as you see, obviously, we will be coming up against Watford side, who obviously will be coming up to Turf Moor um, on Wednesday. If you were appointed manager right now of Watford Football Club and you had to bring us to the game, or bring Watford to the game on Wednesday, who would be in your starting eleven? Um, yeah, I think it's Dan Backman in goal, although. I think he sort of lost his head a little bit on Friday, but Ben Foster's injured. 
uh, till the new year. So it's, it's got to be Batman for me. Um, I would go with a back four of... Um, I would go with probably Ngakia left-back. Centre-backs will be Kafka and Cabaselli. And right-back will be Kiko Feminia. I would go Imran Luza holding in the midfield three. And then um, Sissoko next to him. And then some cleverly as a, a more advanced sort of midfielder in that midfield three. And then I would go a front three of... Hmm, I would probably go Dennis King and Chucho Hernandez uh, would be my starting eleven. Um, I don't think he's going to change Trusta Kong at the back, unfortunately, though. Um, Cabaselli has only just come back from injury. So whether he'd throw him straight in at the deep end against a physical side like Burnley, uh, I don't know whether he'd risk it, to be honest. But that would be my starting eleven for uh, for Wednesday night. Not bad. So, with that starting eleven, obviously you'll probably be coming up against probably another defensive Burnley side, even though we've got the chance to maybe try and attack. It's, I just can't see us doing anything. It, it pains me to say it, but there was no creativity there on Sunday and it, it it's just horrible to watch at the moment. It used to be hor- horrible to watch when we pumped the long ball anyway, but now that we can't even do anything from a long ball, it's even worse. So, on the basis of that, give us your score prediction. Wow. Um, I, I, I've said it for a while now. Watford are the most erratic team in the Premier League. We can go from losing 1-0 to one week, winning 5-2 to the next week, losing 5-0 or losing 4-1 or whatever. Um, so, in terms of predicting, it's always tough. But I would snap your hand off at a point. I really, really would. Um, so I'm going to go with a one-all draw. Hmm. I think I think we need to win. We need to win, we well, need we, to win we, as well. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Of course. Of course. Um. You know, I said to I said the other day a point against West Ham. I'd take that as long as it meant three points on Wednesday. Um. And I just hope we can. And I'm I am pretty much talking through claret tinted glasses here when I think. Come on, Dad. come on, Burnley. We can get the win. Uh, if we do, it, it's got one of those shit house one nil wins written all over it. This game, and it could go either way. But obviously, as being a Burnley fan, I'm of course going to say that one one nil Burnley will take it. But if it does go the other way, I won't grumble. I won't grumble because it's got that written all over it. Um, Brett says, "What's Watford's biggest strength? Attack, midfield, or defence?" And GK attack one hundred percent. Between the three, front three, uh, of Ishmael Assar, Josh King and Emmanuel Dennis, the regulars, um, I believe they've scored 17 goals between them already. Only Liverpool have got three other attackers in the top 10 goal scorers uh, in the Premier League this season. Uh, granted, Ishmael Assar is injured. Uh, we still have plenty of firepower up top. So, 100% attack is... Uh, in answer to his question no problem and the Sava leader WHUFC says do you guys miss Dawson also don't want to be rude but that was a Stonewall penalty you know what at first I thought it was as well but after seeing it back you see Dawson jump in front of McNeil before McNeil even takes a, you know sticks his leg out he's, he's looking for that so uh, nah not for me 
not for me. He was a shit all game as well with Dawson in that game. But do you, do you miss Dawson at back for you guys? Uh, do you know what? He got so much stick from the fans. Um, I felt so sorry for him. You've got to remember, right? Craig Dawson's come from a West Brom team that have played Tony Pulis football, Sam Allardyce football. You, they, they, they've, they've played, you know, real crap football. And then he was put into a Watford team that had the world of expectations on them after just getting the highest Premier League finish, getting to an FA Cup final, narrowly missing out on Europe. Uh, and he was asked to play out from the back and completely change his style of football. And it just didn't work for him. Uh, and I think what you've seen at West Ham, granted, I, I believe the West Ham fans aren't too keen on him recently, but when he first started playing for West Ham, they loved him and he was solid. So I would absolutely have him back. But his time at Watford was very much, um, he got a lot of stick from the Watford fans. I always felt sorry for him because I think he's a good defender. No, he is. I mean, we, we, we wanted him when he was at Rochdale. Um, he said no. Ended up going on to West Brom. Then we wanted him again. And he still said no and ended up going to um, to yourselves. And then we wanted him again, and then he went on to West Ham. Yeah. Um, so that's it. We'll probably get him when he's about 40, like we did with Dale Stevens. So typical Burnley, typical Burnley as usual. Um, Roosh says, do you think that the cycling GK will play? No, because he's injured. He's cropped. Um, and Connor says, do Watford fans miss Will Hughes now that he's at Palace? <laughs> Uh, it's going to be interesting to see the sort of reaction he gets on Saturday because Palace are coming to the Vic. So, um, it's a tricky one with Will Hughes. I would have him back in a heartbeat. I really would because that guy could make things tick. He was superb. Um, it's just his agent thought that he could get a bigger and better move and he might be getting paid more at Palace. But I don't. he made his first start from um, yesterday. Um, since he joins and before that he only got 10 minutes so uh, I, I think Will Hughes will be regretting it unless he's going to get picked from now on but um, I, I think he's been badly advised by his agent so I miss him and I'd have him up back in a heartbeat but don't be surprised if he gets booed a bit on Saturday <laughs> nah, Not wrong with that So we come to a part of the show where we have a little bit of a fun quiz so we've got a little segment called This or That This there. Yeah, no, I do my own voiceover work. It's fine. It's shit, but it's fine. We roll with it. Um, so, yeah, this or that basically is just two things are going to get thrown at you and you just pick one or the other. And so there is the odd question in there. Don't get me wrong. There's the odd question in there. Um, but we will see how you get on. Um, just looking at some of the comments. Can we take Vidra off you as we've got more checks? Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? It doesn't seem to be getting game time at Burnley, so it wouldn't surprise me. Crystal Palace don't want to sell Zaha. Yeah, they've been there, done that, and it didn't work. So he probably won't leave now until he retires. Uh, Roosh says, need Corne back? Of course we do. The missus is laughing, which is always good. Dan, have you ever spoken to Visa, the Burnley fan? Yes, I have. Uh, used to play, used to play football down at back of Burnley College. Uh, a couple of lads, we all had a team and we came up against some of his lads. I think we won 5-1 and he just looked at me and went, ha-ha, you're bold. Um, so, yeah, I do know of his uh, 
Um, to be fair, so I have spoken to him. Um, 10 likes on the video, and Dan has to do his next video without a hat. Bullshit. Never, <laughs> Connor. Never. Honestly. Take this hat off. I look like Shrek, pal. And like the missy said, Daniel will never take that hat off. Dan, she's got Sunday name as well. Nice try, though. Um, but yeah, let's get into this on that. So, first one, do you prefer home games or away games? Uh, away games, 100%. Good crack at away games. Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. Work hard or play hard? Play hard. Uh, Sky Sports or BT Sport? Um, let's go BT Sport because that's where we're on Wednesday night. Oh, he's 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 he's, he's trying to scratch. He's yeah, at straws with that one. This is a tough one. Luther Blissett or Troy Deeney? Oh Christ! Uh, just because of my um, my era, it's got to be Troy Deeney, and the fact that he. Grew up not far from where I grew up as well, so absolutely. Fair shout, fair shout. Facebook or Twitter? Twitter, hands down. Ben Foster, the goalkeeper, or Ben Foster, <laughs> the YouTuber? Ben Foster, the goalkeeper. You would not believe the can of worms that would open if you put that out on Watford Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Cats or dogs? Cats. Not bad. If you could replace any current Watford player with a Burnley player, who would it be? Uh, well, who would I take out of Watford and who would I bring in from Burnley? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'd be taking out William Trooster Kong at the moment. Uh, <laughs> and like I say, I, I really like Tarkowski and Ben Mee, but as well, Vidra's got history with us, man. He's Vidra's a, a legend. But uh, if I'm thinking technically about it, it, it would be truce to Kong out and I'd probably take Ben Mee off your hands. Not bad, not bad. I, I'm glad you said Ben Mee because I think he's an unsung hero and not a lot of people pick him, so fair shout, fair shout. The big question, the penultimate question I ask everybody and this this is just, this, this sort of question defines friendships, relationships. <laughs> Does pineapple belong on a pizza? <laughs> Uh, I would think he does, yeah. You dirty bastard. <laughs> oh, why, 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 why? Oh, I just, it doesn't, no, 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 not even on Gammon. It's shit. It's horrible. Each to their own. <laughs> it is each to their own. I will give you that. It is each to their own. It really is. But to be fair, it did break it up. We had a hat trick of people saying yes. And then somebody said no, I think it was Jake said no last week. So I was very happy about that. And obviously we've just gone back to normality. I think people, there's actually more saying it does belong on than it doesn't. I'm going to need to, I need to start asking the question prior to asking the people. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. But we'll take it as it is. Look, look mixed reviews, mixed reviews in there. We've got uh, the missus saying yes. Sean saying fucking gross, which I agree. Yank saying pineapple on pizza is fire. Sean also making sick noises, which I totally agree. Me is better than Mings. Anyone's, but Jesus Christ, Accrington Stanley have a better back four than Flaming Tyrone Mings. That guy's just a bully. That's all he is. Um, Roosh says, must be sad to see Troy goes a Watford fan. Of course it is, but 
it's like, as you say, though, sometimes you can't just keep people around for the sentiment. You know, as I said to Jake last week with Mark Noble, the same wheels in Ashley Barnes, you know, he's done well for the club, but it's time to go. It's time to move on. Um, Mella says, we had Dash at Watford. He has that defensive solidness that I wish we had had now. Yeah, I'll ask that question before we wrap it up. I mean, do you think that if Dash was given a fair crack of the whip, he'd have got Watford a little bit higher than what you've achieved? Um, it's it's a tricky one with Dodge. He, he did what he did with a shoestring budget uh, and he was brilliant. You know, the season before the... Um, the season before the Pozzos took over Watford, 2012, I think it was, he led us to our highest ever championship finish. And, you know, he was the one that really got Troy firing on all cylinders. So, you know, massive credit to Sean Deutsch. And um, I think with the direction in which the club were heading, I don't think he would have, um, it would have worked with him with the influx of players coming through the door. Um, so I think, it was the right decision at the time, uh, but it's you know it's it's worked out in his favour. You know he's he's certainly not missed out on anything. He's led you guys to European football, and yeah, you've gone down, but you come back up. And he's had some uh, he's had relatively good success at Burnley. I'd say. I mean, obviously, you guys would be better to to speak about that more than me. But uh, I, I think he would have struggled with with the new regime that the Pozzos are bringing in. Uh, but we, we love him at Watford um, because of what he did for us. Uh, not only as a manager, but as a player as well. No, fair shout, fair shout. Chance, there's only things that belong on Peter grow in Italy. Um, fair shout, fair shout. But no, obviously, you know, I, fingers crossed 1-0. I know you've gone 1-1 and you take that. I mean, any point away on the road is always decent. I think no matter what club you are, but no, thank you, Matt, for coming on, giving us your input from a Watford perspective. Again, just give a plug to your channel and tell us what you've got coming up and stuff. Yeah, so the channel is The Voices of the Vic. So we're on all podcast providers. We're on YouTube as well, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and yeah, we, we, we bring out weekly reviews of the Watford games. Um, so... Yeah, uh, the next one will be out on Sunday or Monday and we'll just be talking about the Burnley game and then the Saturday game as well. Uh, and then we've got our bumper Christmas special episode coming up uh, on YouTube. So that one should be good if anything. Last year's was anything to go by. So, yeah, all good. All good in the hood. So thank you again for coming on. really does mean a lot. Uh, everybody do go check out Mark's Twitter and go and check out obviously the Voices of the Vic podcast go check that out as well the Twitter link as well for that is in the description If again if you are watching and you have not subscribed then please do hit that button because the more subscriptions the higher the content gets better the more we put in and you know it, I'm doing this for you guys I'm not I'm, I'm doing it for myself as well of course I am uh, it gets Anniversary or not, it gets, gets me a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> She's not watching this show. Not watching. No. <laughs> but no, honestly, seriously, uh, it's always nice to talk football. And as the missus said, which she still is watching, great stream. <laughs> Remember to sub to both. Yeah, please do. Please do. So, Burnley Watford on Wednesday, half seven kickoff. Oops. We need three points. Watford need three points. Let's just 
just shake hands and call it a draw. Save everybody the drama. <laughs> um, but no, until next time, obviously, we'll be back soon uh, with a Villa fan, hopefully Thursday, to discuss the preview for Villa against Burnley. But for now, up the Clarets. Good luck for the rest of the season, Mike. Um, but obviously, Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, likewise. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Everyone in the comments, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for putting all your input in. It really does mean a lot. And we will see you guys very, very soon. Cheers. <laughs>